from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, July 6th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Columbus yesterday, a man took a plea deal and was sentenced for raping a nine-year-old girl. The case became a national talking point last year after the child was forced to travel to Indiana for an abortion, just days after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. ONN's Tara Jabor was in the courtroom. Gerson Fuentes sat emotionless as a judge told him his fate for raping a nine-year-old Ohio girl. Fuentes changed his plea and agreed to the life sentence with the possibility of parole. The judge told the court that the decision was difficult to make and the case would have gone to trial if the family did not make the ask. After Fuentes serves his sentence, he may be deported from the country. Right now, he's not a U.S. citizen. Reporting in downtown Columbus, Tara Jabor. Fuentes will be eligible for parole after serving 25 years of his sentence. An abortion rights group dropped off signatures they need to put the issue of abortion access up for a vote this fall. ONN's Kiana Deitches in Columbus reports from the State House. Boxes from each of Ohio's 88 counties filled with signatures in favor of placing an amendment on the November ballot to make abortion a constitutional right. Ohioans for Reproductive Freedom had to collect 413,000 signatures. The group says it dropped off more than 700,000. Anti-abortion rights groups say people are going to vote pro-life in November. And the state now has until July 25th to decide whether these groups met that requirement to formally place the abortion rights amendment on the November ballot. I'm Kiana Deitches. Signatures have also been submitted to the Secretary of State in an attempt to legalize recreational marijuana in Ohio, something 23 states already have. Tom Heron is chair of the Cannabis Law Group. There is a market today that exists for the sale and production of marijuana. It's the illicit market. We want to turn that market into a regulated market. If this gets on the ballot in November, it would need a simple majority to pass. To the northwest of Columbus, there was a tragic accident last night about 10 miles west of Marysville. ONN's Yolanda Harris explains. A two-year-old died at Nationwide Children's Hospital after troopers say she was struck by a vehicle. It happened around 6 o'clock in North Lewisburg. That's in Champaign County. Troopers say a woman pulled into a home, dropped people off, and as she tried to back up, she hit the two-year-old girl. That crash remains under investigation. I'm Yolanda Harris. More information has been released about the little girl who was run over when she jumped off a moving parade float Tuesday in the Columbus suburb of Hilliard. Here's ONN's Richard Solomon. At just seven years old, Allie Harris is in the fight of her life. She has more than 15 broken bones and is using a breathing tube. But through all of it all, this seven-year-old is responsive and alert. Jamie Burning is a family friend and neighbor. Absolutely tragic to know what she's going through, what the Harris family is going through right now. Outside of Nationwide Children's Hospital, I'm Richard Solomon. Northeast of Cleveland, East Lake City Council President John Myers has pleaded guilty to solicitation in connection with a human trafficking sting in Lake County. ONN's Dave James reports. During a pretrial hearing yesterday, Myers changed his not guilty plea to guilty. According to records from Willoughby Municipal Court, Myers will not serve time in jail as the 60-day sentence was suspended. The 57-year-old East Lake resident was fined $500 in order to stay out of all hotels and motels within the Willoughby Municipal Court's jurisdiction. 
In February, Myers was charged with solicitation following a human trafficking sting in Lake County that arrested six men. Dave James, in News. The Michigan campground where a central Ohio man drowned last month is not going to allow swimming any longer. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has more. The Monroe County KOA campground is closing its swimming lake permanently. The campground made that announcement. There have been a number of drownings and near drownings at the lake. The most recent happened late last month when a recent Toledo Public Schools high school graduate drowned. I'm Amanda Fay. That drowning victim was 18-year-old Anthony Lavelle Shores, who was living in the Columbus suburb of Pickerington at the time of his death. Norfolk Southern is suing the owner of the rail car that caused February's train derailment in East Palestine. The railroad filed a complaint against all the owners and shippers connected to the hazardous chemicals that spilled. The NTSB said in its preliminary report the likely cause was a bearing on the car that overheated. Norfolk Southern says GATX, the owner of the rail car, failed to properly maintain it in the years before the crash. GATX called the claims baseless. Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur of Toledo is facing a $200 fine for failing to report her sale of stock in the Andersons, a mommy-based agribusiness. ONN's Melissa Andrews reports. A spokesperson says Kaptur inherited those shares from her brother. Congressional filings show Kaptur sold nearly $1,300 worth of stocks last October, but did not report it until May. Members of Congress are required to report such transactions within 45 days. When Ohio redrew congressional districts, Kaptur represented the Andersons, so we're told she sold all of her shares in the stock. I'm Melissa Andrews. The state budget just signed by Governor Mike DeWine creates the Department of Education and Workforce, which will have a new cabinet-level director appointed by the governor. It puts the Ohio Department of Education under the governor's office and limits some powers of the State Board of Education. Critics call it a power grab. Here's what the governor had to say about these changes. After watching this for four years, it became clear to me that we could better serve children out of one department and one member of the cabinet who every day got up and that's all she was thinking about. The governor says a transition team is already in place to make that transfer happen smoothly. And a unique marching band is heading east. ONN's Angela Ann explains. Bragging rights this week for the Ohio State School for the Blind marching band. The Panthers are heading to Boston for Saturday's Lions Club Parade of Nations. Up until last year, they were the sole blind marching band known to exist in the world. They performed in many other high-profile parades, including the Rose Bowl. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to our affiliates WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.